the Buffalo Podcast. Hi everyone, it's Monique Gordion, and the great news is you found the podcast, a space for stories that will arouse a smile and inspire us as we tap into our collective experiences. Enjoy. Welcome everybody to the Buffalo Podcast. I have the flesh. Oh. <laughs> Okay, we'll do that again. <laughs> That's not happened before. Let's start again. On the pleasure. Oh, uh, yes, I, should, I should not have had that gin and tonic. I just did it to calm my nerves. No, I didn't. <laughs> okay. Welcome, everyone, to the Buffalo Podcast. So great to have you back. I have the pleasure of Annie Luby here today. Hey, Annie, how are you doing? Very well. Thanks, Monique. Very well. Great to catch up with you again and see you. And I believe you have a story for us. So I'll throw that to you now, Annie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you asked me to um, to come and join the podcast and and and, and I, my, you know, my background's as uh, I've been an actor all my professional life. Mm. And I'm, I'm now a psychotherapist. And so storytelling is very close to my heart. Mm, beautiful. And, and I... I, I wondered what story I might tell and I thought, oh gosh, it's got to be funny or it's got to be interesting, <laughs> entertaining. And then your invitation to me was, well, what about something that's had, you know, the most impact, uh, you know, or, or a big impact in my life. Mm. And the thing that has had the, the greatest impact on my life in the last five years is um traversing the uh the journey of being the mother of a transgender boy mm. and it's it's been an extraordinary journey of uh deep uh acceptance and mm. of unconditional love and of uh but it's been very challenging. And so I, so I thought, well, I'll, I'll talk about that because that really has had the most impact in my life um, over the last few years. And it started when my then child was 14. Okay. And I, I remember that the exact moment because we were holidaying on uh, Stradbroke Island mm -hmm. off the coast of, of Brizzy. And and uh, the fourteen-year-old had been particularly um, teenage, and, and was clearly, <laughs> there was clearly stuff going on, and I was like moody, and, and and they were, you know, just being very difficult. And I remember sitting on a on a beach chair on one of those beautiful beaches on Stratty, uh, and I could feel feel them hovering behind me, okay. almost sort of pacing back and forth mm. and thinking, what's going on? And then this little voice said, uh, you know, mom, and I'm like, I'm sitting with my book here yeah, on the, on the beach, on the beach, you know, on the, the, one of those low chairs. And I'm yeah. like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I said, what's going on, honey? What's, what's, there's something clearly going on. What's troubling you? And he said, I, I think I'm transgender. And oh. I'm sitting there, there with the book. He's, he, he, thankfully, he couldn't see my face because I was just like, what the, am I allowed to swear? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. And I, and my out of the blue. I just sort of stopped and I, 
you know, it was a, a, such an exquisite moment in time because it, I, um, I, I can have a, such a visceral sense of it because mm. it was such a, a moment in time that yeah. will, that sort of shifted a lot, everything. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. His and, world, your world. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. And I mean, to give you the, 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 the short version and I'm, and I'm using a, a pseudonym because I, I have a sense of wanting to protect um, him, mm. but he is, uh, 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 um, was born, um, assigned, they, they call it, uh, assigned female at birth. Oh, okay. And okay. So, so up until then, uh, I, you know, I had, ha I thought I had a, a, a daughter. Oh. And so this coming out was, um, you know, a shift, uh, a seismic shift in, in our family. Um, and it's been a very rich journey. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and, and I think for the first year, I was in a world of denial yeah. and of um, uh, avoidance mm -hmm. and of not avoiding him, but uh, not wanting this to be true because all I could see was pain and 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 uh and and, and and a huge fear of what if what if this you know i was sort of trying to hold it lightly I, you know i've done a truckload of therapy around it now because it's now, yeah. now you know five and a half years down the track but at the time at the beginning it was very very challenging on all sorts of levels and i think you know i think that it it, it fascinates me because i think it's what parents you know, in the 19, maybe, I don't know, 50s or 60s, it's like what homosexuality was to that generation. Yes. This exploration of gender as parents of this generation is what we're facing. It's like this, this ever-evolving, you know, zeitgeist around, you know, who are we as human yes. beings? as sexual beings, as, as gendered roles, and how, mm. to what extent are we... Mm. Um, conditioned to believe that if you are a female bodied person you have to present a particular way or a male bodied person that you yes. have to you know uh, fulfill particular societal norms yeah uh, so it's just been the most extraordinary rich uh you know just a, an amazing journey to walk alongside him uh as as we've sort of you know traversed this and and you know really the whole family transitions because the you know if you if you know anything about family systems you know it's you know we're we're so or any system we're all interconnected yeah so any you know shift uh in that individual shifts the, the system and there's resistance and there's you know i will admit to a profound grief in the loss of who I thought was my daughter and, and I, and you know, I'm one of four girls. So I, I had a big attachment to, you know, having a daughter. Was that, to lack, lack was that your only daughter? Like yeah. he was your only yeah. daughter. Do you have any other children? I do. I do. Mm. I have, so I know I have, I now have two sons ah. and, and, and this is the weird thing is I always did. I just didn't know it. Yeah. So there's this yeah. beautiful kind of. Wow. That's, that's, you know, so that's a statement <laughs> there, right? You always did. You just didn't know it. Yeah. Sorry. That's just profound. 
Yeah, and it has it has been a really profound journey, mm. and I'm incredibly, uh, you know, grateful for the learning in it. And you know, I've had to. He, he's been my he's been my greatest teacher, mm. our greatest teacher. You know, James and I both sort of grappling with this frontier of identity mm. that's that's you know a part of the kind of shifting and evolving nature of the human experience. I think. Um, and you know, there were, there were times, there were moments where I would, I would be with him and, you know, be able to look into his eyes and, and know that this human being hasn't changed at all. Like that, that, you know, his, his soul, his journey, his spirit is, is, is completely and utterly intact and true mm. and, uh, mm. And that that hasn't and will never change, and that um, I don't want to use his 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 name, but let's say, um, you know, I I knew that that she, my daughter, was still inside him, yeah, and that and that he was always inside her. Mm. You know, there's this there was this beautiful sort of sense of I, I've lost from a kind of ego structure sense of what I thought life was going to be and yes. the things I thought we would share and the, yes. the you know all of those stories and attachments to how life how I thought life was going to be yeah. and then but then being able to go well it can be that and more yeah uh, that this journey with this particular soul is is you know, whole and, you know, still, and if not more so, deeply connected in, in allowing, allowing is the wrong word, but in, in accepting him for who he is. Yeah, yeah. So there must have been a little confusing to begin with. Was, would that be true or confusing, not really confusing? A lot of fear. A lot mm. of fear about getting it wrong, like mm. you, know, the, the, you know, over the years, the various milestones. You know, there's there's the social transition, and then mm. there's the, you know, which is the kind of you know name change and pronoun change, and um, uh, and then you know the the uh, physical transitions. You know, the various hurdles, and every time yeah. I've come up to one of those sort of uh, portals. I had to hold a really, really clear and clean boundary around my process yes. and and Jack's because each time I faced one of those thresholds, there would be, uh, you know, feelings to express, um, uh, and I had to be really careful about keeping that boundary clear mm. with him because his greatest distress through the whole process was upsetting me oh seriously that's well, interesting I, I mean he, he he's expressed that to me and uh, you know because my upset if you if you think about it, my upset is 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 a, a message to him or a, uh, says to him that I am distressed by who you are mm. yes that's and right so, so my sort of process needed to be very separate to that. So I could take to to my own therapeutic journey, you know, all, all of that, the confusion, the grief, the the 
my transition yes <laughs> i could take you know to to a private space where i would ha have you know give myself permission to to process mm. all of that and yes. that wasn't his to wear because you know we do personalize other people's responses don't we you know we yeah. <laughs> when yeah. someone reacts yeah. in a way we go oh what is it about me that's feeling yeah, this am i wrong yeah. or yeah especially like, between a mother and a child yeah that's right yeah and a mother not and that a, he, not, yeah and a daughter which was the case right because well no, well yeah it's in that even that's a that's a you know uh it's a tricky one because i i i think of him so clearly now as mm. as my son that um you know, but during that process, yeah. there was a, a lot of grey. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. So it's been it's been extraordinary. But you know, I, a lot of grey. I find that's that sentence very interesting, or that thinking about grey, because we're so comfortable in life, things being black and white. There's a mm. safety and security around known, whereas. When we go into the grey, the unknown gets shoved in our faces and it's very discombobulating, you know. Um, it's like yeah. the ground shifts beneath our feet and we have to rebalance and yeah. find a new way yeah. to get through. And the yeah, grey exactly. doesn't, it, grey, life is full of grey constantly, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and those seismic sort of shifts, you know, mm. sort of catapult us into the unknown and, and that is, you know, that probably one of the one of the many gifts of this journey is my building my capacity to sit with not knowing, mm. and um, you know, and I, and I still have you know uh, patterns that uh, that come up around you know worrying about the future and or, or or worrying that you know have we done the right thing and you know blah 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 mm. all of that. And mm. the, the the truth is, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's 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 his journey, and my job as his mother mm. is to walk alongside him. Yes, yes. in grace and love. Yes. that's it. Yes, well, yes, we're not responsible. It's like they live their own life, and we just, as you said, walk beside them, as opposed to a lot of parents. And correct me if I'm wrong here, but feel that they're responsible for making their kids' life work out, get the right yeah. job, be well, successful, bloody yeah. bloody yeah. blah. And if and and if their if their child is not successful, yeah. it somehow reflects badly on yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's you know, that that's our work as hopefully as mature adults is to is to be able to allow them their own journey, their own experience, um, you know, and to respect mm. and honor the mm. necessary differentiation and, and the tricky part mm. of that in our journey has been that a lot of you know that this all happened in those teenage years where as a parent you know there is still a, a, a certainly a conditioned uh responsibility to somehow keep yeah. these teenagers safe yeah i mean now now we're you know five and a half years down and and here's uh, you know, nearly 20 and, um, you know, so he's a young adult, um, you know, it's, it's not so, it's, it's different now, but at the time, you know, mm. in, in the mix of all of that that we were traversing is, is, you know, 
I mean, medical autonomy you have at 16. And yet as parents, you're like, you, you, yeah. you know, you, you're still a child. But paramount yeah. to all of it was the most important thing was was staying in relationship, is is staying, you know, in the in connection with him. Mm. You know, a lot of kids that traverse this, you know, there's a rupture in, in, in or, or or a rejection mm. or a or a pushing away of of something that, that a parent might not like. Was one of the fears that I mean this comes to mind is that it was a phase. You know, as, common, as, uh, yeah, yeah. Look, it's a common um, uh, spin for mm, parents, um, mm. and I, I have since worked with uh, therapeutically. I've worked with a lot of parents of gender diverse kids, um, which has also been really rich. Mm. You know, because I have a lived experience of it, and of course, each journey is unique and each family system is unique. Yeah. But one of the common threads is, you know, it's just a phase, um, and yeah, you know, it's it's a it's a big thing to traverse and mm. part of it is holding the complexity mm. of it mm. and the the many iterations of it and and you know yes it might be but one of the key factors in this journey from a um a medical you know practitioner point of view is is persistence and consistence and you know he did not waver from mm. the moment he came out you know, and, and to, you know, the life that he's living now as a, you know, beautiful, you know, soulful young man. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm comforted by that. I, you know, they're still not knowing, but then that's what we live with. And God love us. If COVID has taught us nothing, it's, yeah. it's that, you know, uh, I, we don't know. No. You know, the uncertainty and the amount of uh, activation in the, in the collective at the moment around mm. uncertainty and the need to know and the grabbing onto a belief. Yes, yes. The righteousness and the, you know, all of that. Wow. The black and white again that <laughs> comes up. Again, exactly. Comes up when yeah. we are scared, fear, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, the, it's, the, it's the biggest driver of a need to uh, attach to a particular meaning or a particular belief because it somehow make, we think it makes us feel safe, but, man, building the capacity to be with gray to be with the mm. uncertainty um is such a it's just so it's such a beautiful place to sit as i build that capacity and and be able to sit with others yeah indifference instead yeah. of you know making the other wrong yeah you know i think what you said before about in the 50s and 60s it was homosexuality. Um, now it's it's really broadened out to that whole LGBTQT. I think right. it's yeah. um, and so I I think it's so exciting that we're accepting diversity, even though I fully don't understand it or can grapple with it myself. I I think it's wonderful that people can be seen. And and have you know have be allowed their experience yeah. of of how they experience the world. There's there's a, there's a respect piece in there. There's autonomy. There's there's so many elements, and and you know, I mean, I wish we were more evolved than we are. I wish the world was more tolerant mm. and of mm. diversity, or not mm. tolerant. Even that phrase, tolerant yeah. of diversity, it's like 
Yeah. Well, where do I get to be, be tolerant yes. of that? Let me just put up with you. <laughs> exactly. That's, yes, that's right. Rather, <gasps> exactly. Rather than go embracing Embrace. uh, mm. difference and mm. celebrating diversity and, mm. you know, this sort of fear makes us, it's kind of a xenophobia, isn't it, of, of fear of difference that, that we go to. And, you know, it's gender's a fascinating thing. I, I remember another comforting thing someone saying to me along the journey, which was, um, because he would all, he would often say to me, I would be like, you know, how do you know? And, and and he would say, well, how do you know you're a woman? Oh. And I'm like, well, well, I just know. Yeah. Mm. It's like, oh, okay. Okay. And then this other, this person said to me, made the, the analogy between being right or left-handed. Uh. How do you, 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 are you right or left-handed? Mm. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm right-handed and, and other you know, left-handers are left-handers. And yet there was a time in our mm. history. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, we're, yeah. We're children. In fact, my husband was one of them who were forced to write with their right hand. Yes. Uh, because left-handedness was, uh, yes. at one point, was the work of the devil. I mean, yes. you know, <laughs> the, the yes. shit that we make up is just like, so that that resonated with me when when i thought well this is a part of the spectrum of human experience that i can be even you know uh, uh, i can have an experience of gender that is different to someone else and there is a spectrum that's mm. the thing there's a mm. spectrum of sexuality there's a spectrum of gender there's there's so much human diversity that we don't yeah. allow for well, that's right. And what was normal in the Stone Age, what was normal in the 1200s, the 1800s, the 2000s, you know, what was normal, acceptable, moral, what normal relationships were, what cohabitations were, different cultures, what's acceptable in one culture is completely different, acceptable in a different culture, even today. I mean, there's no standard of what is normal, is there, really? No, no it's uh, all a construct. Yeah, and that's, I love the work, slightly moving away here, but we'll get back, but the work of Esther Perel with relationships. Yeah. You know, she yeah. just throws a bomb in what a functional relationship is and what we should yes. and shouldn't accept. And same with family, the family dynamic and yeah. gender and everything it's everything it's amazing. yeah 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 mm. so I, my my feeling is that this is that the the, the gender piece mm. along with a whole lot of other mm. diversity is is a part of human evolution mm. and i'm a great um follower and lover of um eckhart tolle mm. and, and he talks about uh gender and and you know the human journey of of letting go of um, attachments to mm. an identity connected to gender. Mm. That you know, so much of it is about you know what is a a man, what is a woman, and the binary of mm. that, and and that they are largely constructs mm. that you know we we learn that that you have to be a particular way in the world, you know. My hope is that that as we evolve as a species, that we just 
you know, are, in, are humans having a, you know, human experience in human relationship. And that yeah. Gender will increasingly become less relevant as sexuality has become, you know, less relevant and more accepted as what do you love? Yeah. Who do you love? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the labels. We used to be so hooked on labels, but I think that slowly is becoming less relevant. Yeah. You know, instead yeah. of meeting someone saying, what do you do? You just want to know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's much more interesting and rich. You know, one, one, one's an invitation into, you know, depth and, and you know, human experience. Mm. And the others are, you know, what do you do? Is it just kind of sits on the surface of life? And I'm not particularly interested in it. Uh, wow. What a journey. And no doubt the journey is going to continue on as, as your son goes through all the pathways lives, in his, he life. his life yeah as he lives his yeah. life and yeah and and you know like all of us you know his journey and my older son's uh journey you know will unfold and they'll have their ups and downs and their relationships and their mm. you know challenges and all of that but you know what i what i love about him is oh gosh it's hard to put into words what i love mm. about him He's just, I want, to, I want to say courageous, but he hates it when I say that because it's like, well, you don't have to, you don't have, to have courage to be yourself. Like, oh, well, bless. Maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe. I mean, a lot of people, you know, behave like they're not themselves, you know. Yeah. So yeah. the old imposter syndrome. But I, to, for me, he is a um, deeply authentic and courageous human being. And it shows so much self-love his self-love you know to honor who he really is yeah and it is brave very brave i think it's brave in a in a world that still has a long way to go yeah in terms of of inclusiveness yeah yeah i think it's getting better though i think the world's a great place i think it's a great place i think we're moving forward even we through all are. the shit we that's are. going on yeah yeah, and yeah, certainly in the, the the world that you and I, um, you know, inhabit, and and the choices that we are making mm. in the world, mm. um, I, I see great hope. Me too. Oh, well, I think that's a wonderful place to end this podcast, this chat. Well, it's so you. funny because I, I was so um, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to say. Uh, so, <laughs> well, yeah, it was, that it was, was really, oh, I really enjoyed that. It was a very, um, uh, it was a really enjoyable experience to share. Yeah. Oh, I'm so pleased that you did. Thank you. And, and it's honestly, it's a topic. Oh, it's a issue topic circumstance. I actually have no personal um, experience with so I've learned a lot and um, it's been really good for me personally and I'm sure it'll be good for many of the podcast listeners my wonderful listeners who check in and I love and adore so um, so thank you so much Annie for coming on the podcast today and and I really appreciate uh, the listeners who come and and hear these wonderful stories 
authentic stories of people's journeys through joy and pain and and life in general. So until next time, dear listeners, go well, live in joy. Ciao. Thank you.